The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Let's get to Ed Rogers, CEO and CIO at Rogers Investment Advisors. Well, I do want to talk to you about Japan as an investment destination compared to China, but I think we need to talk about the BOJ first and the implications. Uh, the, the BOJ, I suppose we could expect some warnings if, if a change was coming, and it seems like every economist that we talk to does not expect uh, much of a change in, in policy today. Are there some tweaks, though, that we should look out for? Uh, good, good morning, uh, Brian. Thanks, and Paul. Thanks for having me back on the show. Um, it is uh, well. Again, everybody's pretty well telegraphed on this. I, we, we don't expect any major changes. Even minor tweaks would be minor tweaks, to be perfectly honest. I think there is uh, absolutely zero expectation that rates will rise, and and there might be some tinkering with the curve management, but it's it's going to be pretty inconsequential stuff given given the the environment, the interest rate environment globally. Is this how it's going to be until Haruhiko Kuroda's term ends? Yes. <laughs> I mean, in a word. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you, you guys cited, I think, in the, the recent piece, uh, you know, inflation's real. You know, consumer prices are up. I can tell you that when you go and you buy your Starbucks coffee, it's, 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 uh, and it's only up more than 3%. It's 15 to 20%. Um, what the government really wants to have happen, what everyone is, is really very keen to see, is wage inflation that starts to make this all very much make sense. That's, that's the, you know, this is the way we conquer 30 years of deflation. The inflation that we're getting, they're, they're, at, at a certain level, it's, it's, it's much, it's welcomed, frankly, uh, because we are fighting 30 years of deflation. Um, but the, the, the real inflation that they want hasn't happened yet, and that is in the wage space. Let's talk a little bit about investing in Japan versus investing in China. And maybe I just use as a sort of microcosm story Caterpillar uh, because Japan has a lot of these big uh, machinery and earth-moving types of companies. Uh, uh, very good earnings from Caterpillar because they had not only organic growth, but they had pricing power. Are we seeing the same uh, with companies like Komatsu and, and Hitachi Construction? Yeah, look, it is weird if fascinating uh, moment in time right now with dollar yen in the you know 145 150 range japan is simply on sale there's no other way of putting it and if you consider the long term you know 2 to 3 year outlook for japanese interest rates it's impossible to think that 
this zero interest rate policy continues forever. Does it continue through uh, you know, BOJ Governor Kuroda's term? Almost certainly, you know, into next year. After that, there's a, a lot more room for, for questioning where it goes. Right now, uh, we, we have clients, even in our own Japan fund, who are switching from U.S. dollar share class simply into the yen share class so that they could potentially benefit, you know, yeah. six to 24 months down the road when dollar yen goes back to one, 110, 120. Mm. Uh, there's, there's the, the FX moves now are real, and they're impactful on your investment positioning. Um, Japan's on sale, and you should take advantage of the fact. That's the, right. the simplest answer on that. So if Japan's on sale, what do you buy? Anything specific? Well, you, you, you'd want to buy something that has you know current income yield. Um, real estate, there's enormous amounts of activity. Uh, real estate, particularly in the hospitality space, you know, stuff that generates income. I think it's probably a similar situation in the United States, quite frankly. You know, do you want to be a homeowner or a home buyer right now, or do you want to have a property that you can rent out? Um, there's a uh, – we see this as somewhat of a zero-sum game, by the way. The, with every day, every week, every month that China gets less attractive, Japan gets more attractive uh, across the board. Why is that? Because these are the second and third largest economies in the world. You know, China at fourteen trillion or thereabouts, Japan at five trillion U.S. dollars or thereabouts. If you have large numbers uh, amount of assets to deploy, you 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 still can't go. Uh, you know, if, if you're a U.S. investor with significant you know billions of dollars to spend, as as Warren Buffett famously noted a couple of years ago when he invested in Japanese trading houses, there aren't that many places in the world to go and put ten billion dollars. Well, guess what? Japan is, as you know, the United States' major ally in Asia, as politically, you know, uh, a capitalist and secure democracy as you can find in this part of the world. It's also a safe place to put ten billion dollars. There's there's enormous opportunity for investments. Let's talk about a, a little of the downside uh, that could happen with the rise in rates in in Japan. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, we're not expecting any real adjustment in yield curve control, and certainly not to just let it go. Uh, you know, we talked about maybe edging up to fifty basis points, or or perhaps uh, something in between. Uh, but but I think a lot of people are are thinking about what happens if at some point inflation gets very powerful in Japan, and and uh, the authorities start to let um, yields rise, and they talk about you know the earthquake that could happen. Uh, walk us through it. Well, there can be real pain. Um, I think one has to consider the significant amount of JGB holdings uh, within the domestic ecosystem. And if rates rise and you have a real mark-to-market change in the value of those JGBs, that would also be uh, very impactful for certain investors who are very long JGBs. Um, that that's not an insignificant concern, I think, for the BOJ well, and for if, everyone if, who's watching. If, for instance, if for instance, a lot of people borrowed money in yen because it was cheap and yields were low, and then all of a sudden rates started to go up, there would be a massive repatriation uh, and buying of the yen, would there not be? And that could be like also a pretty vicious move. I, I, you know, kind of it depends on the terms. I mean, is it fixed or is it floating? And, you know, w- w- what have you done with the money that you borrowed? Um, and, you know, what are the yields? Uh, it's, 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 yes. Uh, at the, my, my knee-jerk reaction is yes, completely agree with you. 
my my further response is it's a bit more nuanced. It kind of depends on what you do with the money. I mean, we've we've sent you know yen carry trades going back you know thirty forty years uh, in various ways. So um, to what extent is that now a, a very you know again it's potentially risky but also very attractive. Just move on to some slightly firmer territory in uh, just the few seconds we have remaining uh, after the Chip Act. Is there a big opportunity here for Japan? Absolutely. Again, it's a zero-sum game. China's going down, Japan's going up in the eyes of investors. Coincidental with China's current repositioning politically, uh, shall we say, regionally and in the, in, the, in the global sense, this is creating enormous opportunities for U.S.-Japan to establish a firmer bilateral asset management relationship and, and joint development across many energy uh, and financial security uh, opportunities. Ed, thanks very much for being with us. Always a pleasure. Always learn something from you. Ed Rogers, CEO and CIO at Rogers Investment Advisors. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.